after the golden week holiday in China, people are returning to the office and getting back to work, and that includes our own offices in Beijing. So this week, we get a catch up from our director in the capital, Li Peizhang. From the U.S.-China Business Council in Washington, D.C., I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Li Peizhang is our director in Beijing. Hi, Li Pei. Hello, Ian. It's been a while since we talked last time. I just came back from the China's Golden Week holiday, and、uh, already entering into a very busy season. October always been very busy for us. Um, so today, I'd like to give you an update about what's coming up this month, and those are quite important events here. All right, so let's start with the the fifth plenary session.、Uh, what are they going to discuss, and what other important stuff should companies be keeping an eye on there? So the nineteenth、uh, CPC Central Committee is going to host its fifth plenary session. Uh, by the end of this month, for four days, from October twenty sixth to October twenty ninth, the group will discuss two important documents. One is to pro-、uh, one is to the proposal for the fourteenth five year plan, which should be reviewed and approved by the NPC in March next year. The other is to study the long term goal for the year of twenty thirty five. All right. So maybe fill us in on that next five year plan. Then what's what's in the details? Obviously, we're all quite familiar with what is what is that if we are watching on China's development here.、Uh, but overall, the preparation and the implementation of the five-year plan is an important way for party to govern the country, and it it evolves all aspects from economy to social develop development. China is aiming to achieve a moderately prosperous society in all aspects by 2020. So the 14th five-year plan is a start to guide China on a new journey to build a modern socialist country and march towards the goals for the next century. So maybe you can touch on some of the the longer-term goals. Are there are there any specifics there, or is it just high level? Obviously, the content has not been released yet. We might be able to get more readouts after the session、uh, by the end of this month. But what made it more special is that the plan was made during the COVID nineteen, and global economy is still struggling to its recovery, given all type of internal and external uncertainties.、Mm-hmm. Moreover,、um, the U.S. unilateral actions on trade policies and the threat of、um, the threat of decoupling in high tech and possible other sectors have already, unfortunately, have already made、uh, a long term impact to China's own economic development strategy plan. The dual circulation that President Xi raised in June set the directions for future economic growth. That is to accelerate domestic consumption contribution to the GDP growth, upgrading of domestic industrial capacity through innovation driven, promoting green development so that we will see more policy supports to renewable energies and technologies, and of course, I think self-reliance on core technology development will be a long-term theme for China's future plan. And on the long-term、uh, goal for China,、um, so according to the roadmap outlined in the report of the 19th Party's Congress, 
China aims to achieve basic socialist modernization from 2021 to 2035. The fifth plenary session also includes agenda to determine the objectives between 2021 to 2035. Refining the definition for basic socialist modernization with specific measures indicators. And obviously, those are quite high-level, abstract guidance so far. But we hopefully can put more pieces together by the end of the month. Okay. Well, we'll keep an eye out for more details to come soon.、Um, let's shift gears and talk about the U.S. election. Then,、uh, what's the Chinese government's perspective on the U.S. presidential election that's coming up in November?、Um, domestically, Chinese government is watching the development closely, but with no comments, of course. Everyone is expecting a reflection point by the time when the new administration formed. However, there is also a moderated expectation here on how much trajectory can be changed between the bilateral relations. China is working out its long-term plan before U.S. election, and we can assume that those long-term uncertainties in the bilateral relations will be built into the consideration. How about the Chinese government? Then, are there any other meetings companies should be aware of? The National People's Congress Standing Committee is currently hosting its bi-monthly meeting to review a number of legislations. I think there are ten pieces right now.、Um, some of them are quite important and relevant to the foreign business. For instance, both patent law and export control law amendments are currently in its third round review by the NPC Standing Committee. USBC has submitted the comments in summer, and normally, if there is no major disagreement during the review process, both laws are likely to be passed after this meeting. And another interesting development is that. The draft protection law of personal information is also in its first review by NPC this month, and I won't go too much details about that, but to highlight the importance is because currently China's personal information regulations are spread amongst various standards, industry regulations, and the unfinalized draft measures. The most permanent standard is the Personal Information Security Specification, which is a technical, a technically、uh, voluntary. The law will provide a centralized understanding of what companies' mandatory obligations are regarding to the personal information collection, storage, and also transfer. And personal information has also been a, a prominent component of China's cybersecurity regulations. So it will be interesting to note how the law will work together with the cybersecurity law and the draft data security administrative measures. The importance of the securing personal information has entered to the public consensus due to the prominence of high-profile security breaches. At multinational companies, as such, it will be interesting to see how the U.S. responds to the law. Considering there is no federal law governing how U.S. companies are to handle the personal information collection, and it will be, and it will also be important to note 
how well the personal information protection law aligns with existing company obligations under the EU's GDPR. All right. Any other tidbits? And my final point that I want to mention is that the President Xi is currently in Guangdong Province and、um, delivered a speech to celebrate the 14th anniversary of established Shenzhen Special Economic Zones. As we all know, that Shenzhen,、um, as the first pilot zone to demonstrate China's opening up, have achieved a number of success in attracting foreign business and private business growing in China market. And after 40 years, in this particular time of uncertainties, Shenzhen is expected to start a new journey in demonstrating the city has advanced governance and outstanding business environment with global competitiveness. Um, we will certainly monitor、uh, the speech and to see what roadmap or measures that China would take to further liberalize the market and the type of reforms that China will commit to do. But overall, I think the the messages or the the the, the trip to Shenzhen or to Guangdong by President Xi is actually sending a strong signals to. The international communities that China is committed to the further opening up and、uh, and market liberalization, and aiming to、um, strengthen the business confidence、um, for foreign business community in China market. So that's all from me today, and I will talk to you soon in two weeks. Alrighty, Li Pei. As always, thank you for the wrap up. We'll hear from you again soon. Again, Li Pei Zhang is our director in Beijing. The China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council, and you can learn more about the work that we do on our website, uschina.org. I hope you can forgive us for the lack of episodes in the last two weeks.、Uh, overlapping holidays of various staff resulted in a bit of a lull there. So, but we're back on track now. As always, feel free to reach out to me with any questions or comments at ihutchinson@uschina.org. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week.